Hey guys and welcome back to the DualSense Gaming Podcast, a PS5 podcast all about the PlayStation 5. I'm Elijah and this episode's a little late, I'm sorry about that, but uh, I've been working a lot this week and doing a lot of different stuff, so it's been hard to keep on track and the podcast is always what slips up, but please forgive me. hope you can forgive me. If you didn't know, I do this podcast for my YouTube channel, the St. X Elijah YouTube channel. Go check it out. Why not check it out? The podcast is always about the games I've been playing on the PS5, the PS5 news, big news, small news, release dates, all that stuff. And then, of course, a topic. So, let's just start right away. Let's hop into our introduction, the games I've been playing. And it's really going to be all the same, though. I have a lot to talk about with the new Call of Duty Zombies map, but we'll talk about that last. So, the first game I've been playing is Borderlands 3. Again, I think I'm going to try to beat this game next week, actually. So hopefully I'll have a beat by the next podcast, but we'll see. I'm liking the game. It's cool. There's interesting characters. It sucks because when looking up pictures for a thumbnail, I actually saw a spoiler. And I know a big thing that's going to happen in the game, which really sucks. But I'm going to play it like I don't know what I guess. And... I'm liking the game so far, playing it two-player co-op with Devon. It's fun. I enjoy it. It's Borderlands. If you like Borderlands, you like Borderlands 3. So, uh, yeah, I'd suggest it if you're looking for a co-op game, as there's not many on the console, though. Uh, I haven't played Outriders yet. Hopefully, by next episode, definitely by next episode, I'll be able to say which I'd suggest more, Outriders or Borderlands. Next game, I've been playing a PS4 game, Rogue Company, still playing it. I've almost got the Platinum. It's actually a pretty easy Platinum for a free-to-play game, so I think I'll probably get the Platinum, and then I'll slowly move on to other things because I can't really stay invested in the same game in a long time and it's getting a little old to me sadly I wish I could just spend a lot of time on the same game but I don't know I just don't enjoy that I gotta move on next game Tim Tim still enjoying Tim Tim I just beat dojo number two and I actually had to try it twice and I actually had to like memorize the opponent's Tim Tim and when he sent them out so I could go against them better so the game definitely has a more competitive side even in the story in the Pokemon I just beat everyone there was no one was beating me in Pokemon but in Tim Tim they're destroying me I'm not doing so hot so definitely check out Tim Tim it's like Pokemon but an MMO and check out my series on stream. What am I stepping on? I don't know. Okay, next. Spyro the Dragon, a PS4. Not going to talk too much about it because it's a PS4 game. It's Spyro the Dragon. I love Spyro. I'm hoping we get an announcement for another Spyro this year. I'm really hoping. I'm going to be doing a lot of coverage on that if we do. Because Spyro is my favorite game probably of all time. 
Maybe even more than God of War on PS4, though I like them for different reasons. Spyro is obviously nostalgic for me, so... You know, nostalgia, I gotta look through a lens without nostalgia, and through that lens, I think God of War is by far a better game. But if I'm just gonna sit down and play a little something, it's probably gonna be Spyro. That's just my go-to relaxing game. I've 100% all of them. Next up, Call of Duty Outbreak. So I've been playing a lot of Call of Duty Outbreak with a with Devon actually and Scooter Pro from Twitch. I'm liking it. It's okay. I actually I don't know if I'm liking it or if I'm not liking it, but it's different than Zombies and at first I definitely didn't like it. And then it kind of grew on me, and I was like, okay, I get it. I understand what's going on here. But zombies only give you 25 moolah monies instead of 75. So it's a little different. It's all objective-based. You got to defend something or collect something or defeat a boss, something like that. And once you do, you go through a loading screen, and you go to a new area of the map. It's all part of the war zone map so you just get teleported to a different war zone map and you actually have a map in the game you can look at it see where the pack of punches see where guns on the wall are side objectives stuff like that so it's definitely interesting and it's a step in the right direction but it's not quite there yet it's really sloppy there's a ton of loading. I'm actually going to put gameplay of me, Devon, and Scooter Pro in the background for the YouTube video. So that's what you're watching right now if you're on YouTube. And I like it. It's okay, but it's, I don't know, there's something about zombies where it just feels like you're not making any progression. And I would say this continues here. I'd love to see just a Call of Duty Zombies game with a full campaign and then zombie survival maps and maybe even a competitive zombie mode with uh, people playing as these special zombies. That would be cool, like a Left 4 Dead type thing, but in the Call of Duty Zombies universe. I think that could be really cool. You know, they got that gunplay down. Everybody loves zombies, so... It would be nice, but that's my opinions on Outbreak. Definitely download it as it is a free map if you own the game. And it is different than just the regular sur Survive Waves. It's slower, which I actually prefer. And, you know, you take it at your own pace. You go to the objective whenever you want. You're not on a time limit, so you can explore the map. There's vehicles. And it's just, it's fun. I would suggest it. Try it out if you're a Call of Duty fan, if you're a fan of zombies, and if you're a fan of Outbreak. Of uh, Warzone, I mean. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's hop right into the news now, guys. Some uh, news stories this week. Sony's going to unlock the PS5 storage extension this summer. Let me tell you guys what Push Square had to say about this. You may be forgiven for forgetting, but the PlayStation 4 has a slot for you to insert an additional SSD storage device. It's just been blocked from use since launch. This is because the platform holder is taking additional time to whitelist certain hard drives. 
the company wants to ensure that you purchase an SSD fast enough to run next-gen games. So that's good that they are going to whitelist different ones so you won't buy one that doesn't work with the console. So this is exciting. It's going to be expensive. So we'll see just uh, how much once we get more details on it. But seems like it's coming this year and we'll be able to get faster SSD storage so we will see how that all turns up oh there's also another line here i have from push square it always said that it unlock it would unlock the functionality eventually and a new bloomberg report confirms that it's coming this summer what this means is that you'll be able to purchase a compatible ssd install it into your console and increase the amount of space you have available for native ps5 games it's worth noting that these drives are unlikely to be cheap. So this this is good because I do not have enough room to download all my games right now with one terabyte. One terabyte is nothing, dude. When you download Red Dead Redemption, it's your one terabyte's gone. That's it. That's it. Okay, next news story probably the biggest news story of the week in my opinion japan studio has uh lost a lot of uh lost a lot of people they have been doing a lot of what's the word what's the word they use in the office oh man someone tell me in the comments oh man Downsizing. They're doing downsizing. Japan Studios downsizing. If you didn't know, Japan Studio are the makers of Gravity Rush, The Playroom, Loco Roco Remastered, Neck 2, Gravity Rush 2, Loco Roco 2 Remastered, Astrobot Rescue Mission, Astro's Playroom, and a lot of The Last Guardian. So we're going to get a lot less of these little these tinier games on the playstation that used to be exclusives like gravity rush which i loved though i never played the second one and you know the last guardian which i'm not a big fan of but you know i would love to see what they could do with better management that game took like 10 years to make so it is sad we're still gonna get astro stuff like we just got that Astro's uh, Playroom. Is that the one on PS5? I think it might be. And then Astrobot Rescue Mission was the VR one. So I assume we'll get a PSVR 2 one. And maybe even a full uh, $40, $60, $70 game of Astro on the PS5 since so many people love 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 the last Astro I thought it was excellent one of my favorite PS5 games so far and it's free with the console so if you haven't checked out Astro's Playroom definitely check it out way better than what the PS4 offered I forget what that was called I thought that was called Astro's Playroom Astro Bot Rescue Mission is that I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. I don't... You know, you know what I'm talking about. Okay, next up, PS Plus March 2021 free PS5, PS4 games announced. I think it's a very exciting month for PS Plus gamers. We get McQuay. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. McQuay is a first-person 
recursive puzzle game that takes you into a world where every building, plant, and object are simultaneously tiny and stagger <laughs> staggeringly huge, whatever that means. I have not played this game yet. I'll probably play it this week so I can tell you what I think next week but that is free with plus and it just came out so they're continuing the new games free with plus though i don't think anyone was super excited for this game i'm sure some people were but it's definitely not a mass audience game in a similar way that maybe worms was was worms i don't know or fall guys definitely was but you know, it's good. Keep these new games coming. I'm all down for it. Next one, I'm pretty excited for Fa Final Fantasy VII Remake. The world has fallen under the control of the Shinra Electric Power Company, a shadowy corporation controlling the planet's very life force as Mako Energy. I don't... What does that mean? I don't know. But I've never played Final Fantasy VII. Never played the Final Fantasy VII Remake, and now what sucks is I have to decide, do I want to play it now? Right, well, it's free with plus, can play it, I don't have to pay. Or do I wait for the upgraded version, which is not free, I would have to pay $70 for that. But I will be able to get, like, haptic feedback and everything, and you know I love that haptic feedback, so I don't know about this one. I'm still thinking about if I'm going to play it, but it's very exciting for PS4 users, definitely, because this is a this is a hot game. And the next game, also very exciting, Remnants from the Ashes. The world has been thrown into chaos by an ancient evil from another dimension. As one of the last remnants of humanity, you must set out alone or alongside up to two other survivors to face down hordes of deadly enemies to try to carve a foothold, rebuild, and retake what was lost. I've played this game. This game is awesome. I love this game. Definitely check it out. Tell your friends to download it. It's always going to be better with friends. I've already played it, so... It's not a super exciting month for me personally, but I bet there's a ton of people who haven't played that game and they're going to find something that they're going to really like. And that's exciting because I don't think Remnant from the Ashes was probably very popular, but it deserves to be. Next up, Four Points, another free game. This one, a PSVR game, another game I already own, but if I didn't, I would be very excited to play. This game uses the gun. I guess you don't need the gun, though, but uh, I would definitely suggest playing it with the gun, and maybe they're trying to sell the gun, though I feel like you can't really find it in any stores or anywhere, but... Which sucks, but Farpoint is a riveting VR space adventure set in a hostile alien planet on a mission to pick up scientists studying an, 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 an anomaly near Jupiter. A sudden rupture nearby sends you and their station crashing into an unknown alien world. I'm not a huge fan of this game, but this game is one of the more fleshed out VR games, so definitely check it out. My favorite VR game, Resident Evil 7, but, you know, if you like aliens, and if you have the gun attachment, for sure, check this one out. Next up, next up, what do we have? 
Okay, I don't know why I copied that, but next, PS Plus subscriptions for just $27. Uh, the link will be in the description. I don't know if this is still up, but I bought mine. You know, that's 50% off. That's like 55% off, so I thought I'd share that with you guys just so that you could maybe get the deal, but I also posted that on Twitter as soon as I saw it, so definitely follow my Twitter as I will be posting more deals and stuff that I see that are just really, really good. Next, let's move on to some smaller news. Diablo 2 Remaster looking to use haptic feedback on PS5. This is what the developer said. We're still working on how we want to use the DualSense controller, but the haptic feedback on the controller is a really exciting thing, and so we want to make sure that we take advantage of that. This is exciting. I hope every game, I hope as many games as there can be, use haptic feedback. That's the vibrations and everything and the triggers. Um, you know, it's harder to push the triggers down and everything. And I think that's awesome. I think the PS5 should have had back buttons, back triggers. I don't know why it doesn't. I thought that's where we were headed as a gaming nation, but... You know, I, Haptic was something I was not expecting, and I love it, so it's exciting to hear more games use it, as I think a port without haptic feedback does, it just feels like a PS4 game. Need for Speed delayed a developer criterion to support DICE on Battlefield 6. This is what Push Square had to say. In the meantime, Criterion will be helping DICE to develop the next Battlefield game before being assigned to Need for Speed. The studio was a support team working on things like Star Wars Battlefront 2, Starfighter Assault, and Battlefield 5's Firestorm mode. With this new Battlefield penciled in for release late this year, the team will put its effort into helping it get ready on time so this sounds like a mess it sounds like a studio that makes a racing game should not be also making a shooter game because those are completely different games that require completely different talent so to me that screams messy but you know hopefully battlefield 6 will be good they want to try and get it out this year which i think would be exciting a Next-gen Battlefield, I would love to see. Need for Speed being pushed back, I don't mind as I'm not a big racing fan. And Need for Speed, I think, has been on a downhill as of late since the PS4 has come out. So, you know, it's not really surprising that they want to focus more on Battlefield 6 over Need for Speed as Battlefield is definitely the bigger seller, but... You know, we'll still get both of these games, though it sounds like Need for Speed is going to be a little messy. It sounds like EA needs to get its stuff together because it's just a mess, man. A racing studio helping a first-person shooter studio who used to work on a third-person... Uh, I don't know. It doesn't sound good to me. Next, we have MLB The Show's The Show 21 Stadium Creator is exclusive to Next Gen. Create your own stadiums, play crossplay, and use 3D audio, 60 frames per second, and haptic feedback on the PlayStation 5 as well as the new Xbox. And that's exciting. I was surprised to see crossplay. I think that's really exciting. 
3D audio, you know, this game for sports fans, I think this will be way better than NBA, way better than FIFA, but to anyone who plays MLB, I'm sure you already know that because MLB is just made by a better studio, let's face it. NBA and FIFA got nothing on MLB. I don't play MLB though, so, you know, that's just what I hear from other people. Next piece of news, Fall Guys developer Mediatonic acquired by Epic Games. I find this weird. I Is Fall Guys still selling well? Is that game doing well? I feel like that should be a free-to-play game. And being acquired by Epic Games, I feel like Fortnite's free, you know, and it wasn't always free. And um, Rocket League's free. After it was bought by Epic Games. So maybe Fall Guys will be free soon. And I think that's exciting because I think it needs to be free. I think that game plays like a free-to-play game where, you know, you should buy the Battle Pass to feel rewarded. But, yeah, I feel like charge for a Battle Pass, make the game free-to-play. That's a better method and keep updating the game i think they're doing a good job updating it i haven't played this game since the season one the original maps but you know if it went free to play maybe i would play it more it also needs crossplay like it needs it like without crossplay this game is just whatever but i don't even know if i'd go back to it i feel like this game had its time which is why i find it weird that epic games bought it i guess they see a future for this game where i don't so i want to see them prove me wrong i want to see fall guys become something big and maybe it is something big and it just doesn't feel like it to me because it's none of my friends play it but it seems like that game's died down. Let me know if you're still playing Fall Guys. I'd be interested to hear about it. Next up, Final Fantasy VII Remake Yuffie DLC will be two chapters wrong, long. Wrong. Long, which means a few hours. I can only assume. We can all only assume because that's how long the chapters are in Final Fantasy 7 so this is exciting two more chapters that'll help you figure out if you want to buy that Yuffie DLC or not and depending on how much it costs it might be a good purchase Yuffie looks like a cutie so you know make that decision on your own the next Dragon Age was going to be a live service game but now it's set to be single player only I feel like we were all rescued by this news. I'm, I like the last Dragon Age, but I'm not a huge Dragon Age fan or anything. I'm, I don't know the lore of all the Dragon Ages, but I think Dragon Age is a fun game. It's a good game, and I think it would have been a bad game if it was a live service game. So I'm glad it's single player only, and yeah, hopefully EA stops just just stop ea just don't do it anymore just stop it next news ps plus members will need to manually redeem free gta online money starting on in april right now if you log in you get a free million dollars on gta if you didn't know but soon you will have to get it from the store which i actually prefer because I don't have GTA, but, you know, GTA will be free 
with PS Plus on PS5 once it comes out. So you definitely want to pick up that million starting April and going every month until the game comes out. And then, you know, once you get the game, you'll be able to buy yourself a nice car. A ni maybe a boat. Buy yourself a boat? I will be buying myself a motorcycle, I think. Next story, Guilty Gear Strive delayed from April to June. Uh, I find this interesting because the game just had a beta, so I wonder if they learned a lot from that beta and decided to use that information to delay the game in order to make it better. If you don't know Guilty Gear Strive is a combat game, like Mortal Kombat, a fighting game. Like, you know, like Street Fighter, stuff like that. Next up, Disco Elysium Dev reiterates March release date for PS5, PS4 versions. Disco Elysium is a groundbreaking role-playing game. You're a detective with a unique skill system at your disposal and a whole city block to carve your path across. Interrogate unforgettable characters, crack murders, or take bribes. Become a hero or an absolute disaster of a human being this game looks interesting so we'll see it this month and i will talk about it more i'm sure when it comes out but you know they say it's coming out this month we will see and then the final small news is blood and truth's london studio says their next pro project has huge potential i assume they're working on a psvr2 project right but because this is a VR studio, it's kind of a gimmicky studio, but they say it has huge potential. So what I hope it is, is like a chat room kind of thing where it's like VR chat, where you just walk around and make friends and hang out. <laughs> that, that sounds great to me, but we will see. That would be cool. You could have like all the characters, like God of War and Ratchet, because it's all Sony owned, and you could, you know, have levels based on that, and you just hang out, right? I think the best part about VR is just hanging out, so we'll see what that is. Maybe it'll be way cooler than my idea, <laughs> but that's what I want secretly. Now let's talk about the new game announcements. Stonefly is the new game from the makers of Creature in the Well. Harness the wind and soar through the wilderness of Stonefly, a chill and tranquil action-adventure game about self-discovery, legacy, and belongings. This game looks like no other game I've ever seen before artistically, so if you're into the art of a game, definitely check out Stonefly. Look up a trailer, because it definitely is unique and interesting and beautiful. I have definitely never seen anything quite like Stonefly. Next up, co-op shooter Aliens Fireteam announced for PS5 and PS4 coming this summer. Set in the iconic Alien universe, Aliens Fireteam is a cooperative third-person survivor shooter that drops your team of hardened marines into a desperate fight to contain the xenomorph threat. This game looks like World War Z, the game, if you... Uh, know that which is similar to Left 4 Dead, but in a more third-person way And it looked just like that if you're into zombie games or alien games or just co-op games check this one out There is a trailer for it looks interesting. 
Uh, does not look like a full $70 game to me. It looks more like a $40, a little something, but, you know, we'll see when it comes out if it's going to be any good. The problem is Back for Blood is coming out in June, and I feel like nothing is going to be able to compete in that space with Back for Blood, but we will see. I have high hopes for Back for Blood, so maybe it won't be as good as I think it will. Next up, Sniper Ghost Warrior Contracts 2 comes to PS5, PS4 on June 4th. Sniper Ghost Warrior Contracts 2 is a tactical modern warfare shooter set in the Middle East. Play as Raven, contract sniper assassin as you take out a series of targets across a dramatic single player campaign with extreme long range shots exceeding a thousand meters. Gear up for the most thrilling entry in the series yet. If you like snipers, if you like realism, if you want to see snipers treated like gods, this is the game for you. Because it's all about sniping and a whole campaign around a sniper. I don't really care too much about that. I would prefer a Call of Duty campaign. I still haven't played the Call of Duty campaign for this new one. But I feel like playing as a sniper only would get old. But maybe that's just not for me. Maybe the game's not for me. Next and last new game announcement, 7-year-old PS4 game Dynasty Warriors 8 Extreme Legends Complete Edition gets PS5 compatibility patch. Dynasty Warriors 8 Extreme Legends introduces entirely new levels of fun to the refreshing gameplay vanquishing swarms of enemies with mighty warriors found in Dynasty Warriors 8. I hear this game's terrible, so I don't know why they're making a PS5 patch for it, but if you're excited, there you go. There's some games for you, new games out this week. McQuay, which is free with plus, of course McQuay is a first person res recursive puzzle game that takes you into a world where every building, plant, and object are simultaneously tiny and staggeringly huge, whatever that means. McQuay makes it impossible by twisting the world into itself recursively in an M.C. Escher-esque fashion. What does that mean? What does any of that mean? I don't know, but find out today with PS Plus. Next up, Yakuza Like a Dragon. Yakuza Like a Dragon Legendary Hero Edition includes job set, crafting mat set, management mode set, karaoke set, ultimate costume set, and stat boost set DLC. Hype! Yakuza is a third-person open-world game where you're like in the Mafia, but in the Japanese Mafia, which is the Yakuza. Rise like a dragon, Ichiban Kasuga, a low-ranking grunt of a low-ranking Yakuza family in Tokyo, faces an 18-year-old prison sentence that take after taking the fall for a crime he didn't commit. Never losing faith, he loyally serves his time and returns to society to discover that no one was waiting for him on the outside, and his clan has been destroyed by the man he respected the most. 
Sounds interesting. I like that little description. That's the most interesting description I've read in my life. Next, Control Ultimate Edition came out March 2nd. Uh, Control Ultimate Edition contains the main game and all previously released expansions, the Foundation and Awe, in one great package. A corruptive presence has invaded the Federal Bureau, Bureau of Control. Only you have the power to stop it. The world is now your weapon in an epic fight to annihilate an am... Amin ominous. I can read, guys, I promise. Enemy through deep and unpredictable environments. Containment has failed. Humanity is at stake. Will you regain control? I won't. But this game was free with Plus last month, so if you didn't pick it up, uh... The, here's the Ultimate Edition with the DLC for ya. Next up, Uniplex. This game looks god-awful. So you did it again. Crash to the planet. You can just play dead, or you can go through the caves, collect the orbs you need to survive, and then return home as a hero. Or you can go back to those caves and collect all the orbs and return home as a legend. What? That's what it says. Here's your chance. Go and play the game and be who you want to be. A dead man walking. A hero that returns back from a crash. A legend who turns disaster into a vacation. Or just an alien nibbler? They will say it is all about making choices. Not in here. Why choose if you can have it all? This game, that sounds terrible. And it looks terrible. Check it out on the PlayStation Store. Uniplex. And then the final game I have here, Mortal Shell Enhanced Edition, came out March 4th. Mortal Shell is a ruthless and deep action RPG that tests your sanity and resilience in a shattered world. As the remains of humanity wither and rot, zealous foes fester in the ruins. They spare no mercy with survival demanding superior awareness, precision, and instincts. Track down hidden sanctums of devout followers and discover your true purpose. This is a sword-wielding game. Looks a little bit like Dark Souls. So if you're looking for another game like that, check out Mortal Shell Enhanced Edition. You gotta kind of scroll down in new games because it's been out on PS4, I guess. And they don't sort them by what's new on PS5. They sort them by when they came out on PS4. Okay, guys, let's hop into our topic now, now that we've got all the news under our belt. Alright, guys, today's topic is going to be PSVR 2 and what the PSVR 2 needs to do in order to make me purchase it and in order to, for it to see success, in my opinion. These are things that would make me happy and I would be able to help, um, I would be able to tell other people, hey, check this out. Because right now with PSVR, I would say it's not worth it. I would say definitely don't buy a PSVR and wait for the VR2 and hopefully the VR2 will actually be well worth it and will be a lot of fun. The first thing, the most important thing in my opinion, and probably in a lot of people's opinions, is it needs to be easy to set up and put on. And what sucks about this, right now the the PSVR has so many plugs and there's just so much going on and it's too much work. 
and if you ever have to move your PlayStation to another room, you're just not gonna be on VR. <laughs> you, it, it'll be months until you plug your VR back in because it's just not worth it. And putting it on and then you have to have a big open space, you need to just be able to put it on in a small space and it reads what you do and how you're moving and it just reacts well and there's not many plugs and that that alone is going to be the biggest challenge I think and that is the biggest requirement because if it's hard to set up again I just feel like it's going to be an instant failure. I feel like a lot of people who bought the original PSVR would only be interested in a VR2 if they know they can set it up easily and be able to show it off and you just can't do that with the PSVR. It's way too hard. The next thing that I think would help the VR is to make it's more than just for gaming. Let you uh, maybe explore museums with it. Maybe let you watch movies in a more 3D realm or dig deeper into stuff. Have not just 3D modes in their games, but have like a Ratchet and Clank 3D uh, or Ratchet and Clank VR, I mean. And, you know, have more first-party support for the thing. And I think Dreams will definitely be a big part of this. But, you know, hire developers to make games in Dreams. Maybe that would be an easy way to go. And maybe make Dreams come with it. I don't know what their plans with Dreams are. Or how they're going to... How they're going to monetize Dreams. It's all so confusing, but... Somehow link Dreams to PSVR 2 and then, you know, have per first party VR games as well. I think that's important and, you know, you need a reason to put the thing on and it needs to be more than just games. Sure, first party games are important, but like even games where you just hang out those are important as well a whole home base like playstation home kinda only in vr i think that would be a big success and i would love to see them do it and uh you know vr chat i don't think can be on the ps5 due to all the licensing issues but something like vr chat i know rec room exists but it's a little sloppy honestly and I feel like a first party rec room type game would be very successful and I think they should try and do that. You know, they see possible fruits in their PSVR labor. So I think you can't just base it around games. And we'll see what they do with it, but I believe that's gonna be very important. The next thing, Another big thing here, figuring out why sometimes it makes you sick. And I really, I don't know the reasoning behind this. I don't know if it's even something they'd be able to fix. But obviously upping the screen to be of a higher quality would help because it looks so bad. Oh my god, the v PSVR looks so bad. And 
it it does make me sick sometimes just because I feel like like when I'm in a loading screen on PSVR I close my eyes cuz that shit hurts and if they make it higher quality maybe it won't hurt and maybe I'll be able to keep my eyes open and I won't feel sick when I'm just on a loading screen you know I think that's important and with there being less loading screens you know we'll see more of that and just figuring out what works and what doesn't work in VR is big and I think the PSVR probably learned a lot and we just don't get many games for VR anymore because I don't see them as being a success and I really don't know how the PSVR 2 is going to be a big success but you know they seem to have their expectations in line and making it a big part of the PlayStation community is important and you know we'll we'll see we'll see what they do with it we'll see we'll see there's a lot you could say i wish i had a guest who could talk vr with me i feel like this section would be a lot better i feel like my topic sections are only five minutes long and that sucks that I don't have someone to bounce off. Maybe I'll try and get someone on for topics. So I'll just do the first part by myself and then introduce a guest. Maybe I'll try that next episode. Let me know what you think. But hope you guys enjoyed this. That was just my, you know, just small little opinions on the VR. I know it was really fast and it was sloppy. Maybe I need to think more about my topics before I do them and then I can spend 10-20 minutes talking about them but PSVR I don't have high hopes for personally I did love the VR when I first got it but as I had it more and more I realized it's just too much work to put on there's no new games and there's not enough multiplayer games and it just feels it just makes you sick after a while, and that sucks, and, you know, maybe PSVR 2 will fix these problems, and I hope it does, and I hope it is a success, and I hope it proves me wrong, though it's not really something I can say I'm looking forward to or will be pre-ordering. Let me know what you think down below. Remember to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Saint X Elijah. Check me out on Twitter at saint x elijah as well i post video clips and stuff on there so definitely check that out follow me on discord link is in the description and of course of course of course follow me on twitch twitch.tv slash saint x elijah yt to watch me live play a lot of tim tim on there gonna be playing some more stuff soon as well but mostly tim tim Hope you guys enjoyed this. Sorry it was late. I know. I gotta. I really gotta push myself to get this stuff out on, you know, on release day when it's supposed to come out. And the podcast is the only thing that slips. And the podcast gives me anxiety to do. And it's hard at filling 40 minutes just by myself. But hope you guys enjoyed it. And I'll keep working on improving it. And once I get a guest, you know... It'll be better instantly, I guarantee you. But as of right now, it's just me, myself, and I. I am Elijah. This has been DualSense Gaming on the St. X Elijah YouTube channel. And I'll see you guys next week on Friday, right? Right? It'll be up on Friday, right? We'll see. Goodbye, everybody.